0: Want to win in life's challenges? To know the will of God and have more passion for Him? Practical help right now with Tarkvana and Running With Fire. Thanks for joining me again this week. And we're looking at two very simple words, but two powerful words spoken by some of the greatest people in Scripture. One thing, we're talking about priorities in life. What should you spend your life doing? There's a thousand things calling for your attention. Do this, do that, go here, go there, and you know we can be overwhelmed again and again. And somewhere along the line, we've got to be able to narrow it down. So hold on a minute. What am I really meant to focus my life on? And the things I'm going to share with you, they're going to be four areas. If you can get these sorted out, it's going to make your life a whole lot simpler, and you can be able to live it out more effectively for yourself and for God. We saw yesterday Jesus talked about the whole story about Mary and Martha in Luke 10, verse 3. Mary Martha's running around doing all this sort of stuff. And Jesus says, Hold on, Martha. You're worried and troubled about many things, but one thing is needed, and Mary, who sat at the feet of Jesus, listening to his word, has chosen the good part which shall not be taken away from her. The one thing Jesus narrows it all down to is spending time with God in prayer and in the word. You know one of the things we have to be careful of? The tyranny of the urgent. In other words, the urgent things crowd out the important. We end up doing the urgent and the important gets left out. For example, time with your family is important but not urgent, so you can leave it. Keeping some sort of an appointment is urgent but may not be that important. And so Jesus blows away all the cobwebs uh, that, that come across our lives and speaks to with the authority that only he can, and says one thing is needed. So how do you spend time with God? People often ask me that question, and I don't think there's a magic formula. You're different. Your personality is different to my personality. you know. So there's whole different ways of doing it. But the main thing is you connect with God during those times. Of course, you're not going to always connect with him because sometimes the heavens are brass, I must admit that. But there's a variety of ways to do that. If you're a young mother, you may need to be creative. I heard this story of this lady who discovered how to pray while ironing. She was thinking about different kinds of lines, bus lines, clothes lines, fishing lines, telephone lines. She thought, why not a prayer line? So this is what she did. She put up a string across the corner of the kitchen and hung cards on it with names of people that she knew needed prayer. And as she ironed, she prayed for each one. Word got out about her Method of prayer and request would come on and say, hang me on your prayer line. And that's how she would pray for people. But I think there are two vital things for an effective time with God. One is a specific time. And the second is a specific place. That's the way I operate. I have a specific time where I pray, how when I pray, and have a specific place. It, you It know, varies a little bit, but it's pretty much same time, same place. It's a habit. It's a routine. And if that's possible for you to do, it may not be possible for everybody. That's a great way it gets established. It gets almost put in concrete, and you're able to do it more effectively. There was a six-year-old girl, and for several nights, she'd throw a shoe under her bed before going to sleep. And the mother said, why are you doing that? And she said, well, my teacher said, if I have to kneel uh, by my bed to look for my shoes, I'll remember to keep kneeling and to say my prayers. (laughs) Maybe some of you need to throw a shoe under your bed at night when you get on your knees in the morning. Man, I'm telling you, getting on your knees before God is a very, very powerful thing. So Jesus said, you know, one thing is needful. Why is it so important to spend time with God? Let me just give you a few reasons for our own well-being. Time of quiet reflection and meditation is extremely good for the soul, for health. We must, from time to time, slow down. Secondly, John 15, verse 5, I'm the vine, you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. If you don't abide in God, if you don't receive from him, someone put it this way, we can only give to others what we have first received from God ourselves. Thirdly, we'll bear much fruit. That's so what it says. Fourthly, we won't wear out with self-effort. Get exhausted. When you're working out a relationship with God, it energizes you and gives you strength. Isaiah 40, 30 to 31. Even the youths shall faint and be weary. Young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord, spend time with them, what? Will renew their strength. Mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. And finally, you'll grow as a Christian. 1 Peter verse 2, 2, verse 2. As newborn babes desire the pure milk of the word, that you may grow there by. Jesus nails it when he says one thing, and that is having a devotional life and spending quality with time with God on a daily basis. God bless you. Tark Barner is the senior pastor of Church Unlimited in Auckland, New Zealand.